Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooper's Lab podcast. This is episode 12 of the All Things Basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Uh, hello, hello. I was like, is he going to say anything, or is he just going to... No, I was making sure. Yes. Me, I um, your... Cut number three. All right, so you have your... So um, we're doing our top ten point guards this episode. Um, the way we did it is this isn't just based off this season. This is just like ranking all of the point guards. Um, so injured players are in here too, like Kyrie and Curry. We decided to add Wall. them. But John Wall, because it's been like really long since we've seen – like it's been two years. So like I didn't really know where to – because you can't just assume he's going to be what he was when he left off. top three point guard in the league easily. I think he's number one next year. <laughs> Why John Wall will win MVP is back. <laughs> no one else is going to get that, but we get it. Um, I mean, if you're if you're an OG, then you'll get it. But no, no one's going to know. That. No one's an OG. No one's an OG. You're the only OG. Um, and we have LeBron on the small forward list, and then we have Luca on the point guard list. Um, the way we did this is just, I mean, just ranking the point guards and how we think they are, like. Like, did you rank it, like, in a specific way? Like, or is this just you, who do you think the best point guards are in ranking them? Or did you have, like, a I'd special say it's probably just who I think the best is. Okay, okay. I rank people in, like, sort of a specific way and with, like, yeah, but I don't know. All right. Um. So, should we start with our honorable mentions, then? Do you have any off the top of your head? Yeah, you no, I, down I, I came up with that one, like, the last, uh, while I was writing everything down. All right, who are your honorable mentions? I did three, and I feel like when I, I did say three them, too. I'll I probably be forgetting them, but my first one's Jaw. Okay, he was my honorable mention too, one of mine. Oh, I was like, who the hell is Jam? Uh, Jamal Murray. I have Jamal Murray as one of my honorable mentions too. And then Swiper. We have the same honorable mentions. Okay. 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 Is um, D'Lo a shooting of- guard or a point guard? Even if he's a point guard or a shooting guard, I don't have him on my list. Yeah, um, I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. I, I think he would be classified as a... I think he'd be on the point guard list, but even if he was, like... Yeah, I don't have him there. Um, yeah. Who out of our three honorable mentions do you think is the closest to being 10? If I would order it? Yeah, like, who do you think out of those three are, like, the closest to taking that 10 spot? I would, like, say, I would say Jaw easily, but, like, Jamal Murray's playoff run was pretty good. So, like, I don't know. I, I think De'Aaron, I was close to playing De'Aaron. Like, I don't know. They're all, like, really close, in my opinion. They're all close, too. And they're close to number 10. Like, I had 10 in and out, and I was like, should I have them? But I think for this season, my number 10 will be there. But next season, they'll be overtaken by one of those younger guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can 100% see that. Uh, well, not exactly for me, but, yeah, I could definitely see that. Okay. Who is your – because, like, Jaw, he's going to be – Obviously, these guys are, like, young and they're improving. So, like, I think that at least one of them can jump in the list. Yeah. Next year, when we do this again, we could see a big jump. Um, 100%, yeah. And, like, people are going to be bad that Jamal Murray's not here. But, like, I didn't want recency bias to, like... Because Jamal Murray's kind of, like, a playoff well, and player. Just, like, and I um, just don't think he's better than the other guys above. Like, even with this run, I don't think he's better than a lot of the guys above. I don't think so either. Um. So, who is your number 10? I'm kind of looking at it now, and I'm kind of like, 
thinking more about it, but I put Trey Young at 10, and I feel like that's kind of low. Okay, okay, um, okay. My only thing with Trey Young is, well, one, obviously, the defense is amazing, like, best defender in the league. Yeah. And uh, also the fact that he hasn't had hasn't really had any playoff success, and I'm not knocking him on that. That's not his fault, but mm-hmm. his he just hasn't really had any chance to shine in the playoffs because he, you know, he hasn't been there. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that team around him just was not a playoff team. Yeah, no, like, not, it was not, not a good. No, and he did the best he could. Like he did really solid. I mean, obviously. He had poor shot IQ at times and bad turnovers, but like yeah. that's gonna happen when you're literally the only guy on your team. And he missed John Collins for a significant time. Well, and so. I think he's gonna be like Trey Young is gonna be one of those players that makes everyone around you better, like how people say with LeBron and Steph. I feel like Trey Young is gonna be one of those guys. That level of playmaking, yeah. He already averaged a lot. Exactly. Of he's already he's already an amazing playmaker, so yeah. And once there's less pressure off of him and another ball handler and he like and there's better players around him, then the shooting – or not the shooting, then the playmaking numbers will look better because he'll get less turnovers because exactly. that's just a big thing. Um, Yeah, my thing is with him, I just think that he's kind of getting, like, underrated. I'm seeing lots of people that's put true. players above him who just aren't nearly as good just because Trey's defense and his team success, which, I mean, is bad. But, like, you have to look at the positives and – yeah, like offensively, he's that guy. It's just that the defense and team success weighs it down for him. Yeah. Uh, my number ten is Kemba Walker. Okay, that's fine. Um, I was sorry. I just, I just want one of those... I just want to say I have him at nine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so Kemba, I mean, I really like what he did this season. I think that during the regular season, defensively, was pretty underrated. Like, mm-hmm. but in the playoffs. He was just getting attacked on defense. Like, he was being hunted on defense. Yeah. Who was it that did that? Was that the, the Heat and the Raptors? I think it was I think it was the Heat that hunted Yeah, definitely him. the Heat, yeah. Oh, it was definitely the Heat that did that. And he was probably, I think, one of the main reasons that the Celtics lost that series because he didn't – I don't know. I think that Kemba – Even offensively, had... he didn't seem that great in that series. No, and that's another thing, too. Like – He's just decent. I think that he's a bit overrated, if I'm being I honest. Can, I can see that. Just like, yeah. I mean, obviously, he went from being, like, the only guy on Charlotte to now, like, you know. Second slash third guy. I'd say third at this point. Yeah, I think so would I. Especially in the playoffs, I think. I love Jalen JB, bro. The most consistent. I Jalen Browns, he's that guy. He's that guy. Um, But Kemba during the regular season, and I mean... Yeah, I don't know. He just he also went through some slumps, and he he's just serviceable. Like he's he's ten. He's just solid. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a good uh point guard who can do a bit of everything for you, and that's that's all you need from him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You have him at your nine, so should I move on to my nine? Yes, ma'am. Or is there anything you want to add to Kemba? Not really. No, I was thinking of actually moving Trey up over Kemba, but I'm just gonna keep it the way it is. I think that there's such a big gap offensively that the defense doesn't really because it's not like Kemba's like it's not like you're it's not like Kemba's a two way player so you're comparing like Trey Young to this yeah. like elite two way player you know <laughs> to uh, like uh, what, to Chris Paul <laughs> yeah exactly 
Um, my number nine, okay? This is when my list starts to get a little Wait, you, sound, you sound weird. I'm kind of concerned. Steph! My, my number nine... <laughs> <laughs> Luca! <laughs> too no. My number nine is Russell Westbrook. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad at okay. that. Okay. Um, I thought you were gonna... I knew that you weren't gonna have him in that same spot. I don't I have a first, though, but I'm not mad at it. I first just want to justify why I have him this low. Um, to me, like, when I was looking at every player that I have above him, there was something more valuable that every other player has over him. That's true. Like, I value, like, Trey, Trey Young is over him. I have, obviously, Simmons, Kyrie. Like, I just value what they bring more than what Westbrook brings. What the hell like, does Kyrie bring? Know. Cancer? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just listing examples, you know? But, like, Russell Westbrook, he doesn't really, like, do it. Like, we've seen in this playoffs, too. He kind of – I know they had a rough playoffs because injuries and that stuff. But I don't know. It's just kind of like he's he's an awful shooter. Awful shooter. He's, he's and MVP season was a fluke season. He's a ve- – oh, my gosh. Flashbacks from their playoff series where he like threw the ball out of bounds in the clutch. That was against the Thunder, wasn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Like for your point guard, like I value shooting from my point guard and decision making, especially yeah, in the clutch. And Westbrook just doesn't making. That's why that's why the Thunder almost won that's literally why the Thunder almost won that series. He's just a regular season player and that just is you have to have a certain system for him to succeed i think that when people work. rank yeah but i think when people rank point guards that they put westbrook really high just because of his name that's like true. honestly like i took away his name and like that he's the former mvp and that he's like because he has superstar status like he's not a superstar yeah. but like his name is a superstar name so i just took that all away and really like looked into it and i have him at nine that's yeah that's 100 percent fair yeah, I kind of thought that you were going to disagree with me and start flipping tables, but no. Nah, like, I don't have him that low, but I definitely am not surprised by it. This play, he, he was pretty bad this playoffs, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, and just the, just the shooting thing, I just don't know what he brings to the table that I value if I'm a GM or if I'm, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. he brings in money. Like, he... Okay, here's the <laughs> he thing. brings in $40 there million. Dollars. I meant money for, like, the team and the organization <laughs> and, like, branding. But, I mean, that too, like, $50 million. But, I mean, the thing, too, is with Westbrook is he is a floor raiser. We've seen with the Thunder that he can take a terrible team and have them as the eighth seed yeah. or the seventh seed. But there are guys above him that can make a, gr- a good team great. And I That's feel like true. I value that, that more true. than a floor raiser. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your number eight? My number eight is Kyle Lowry. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I've always not disliked Kyle Lowry, but sometimes he makes me mad, so it kind of hurts me putting him higher on the list. But uh, it's well deserved. He's a great leader for the Raptors, and uh, yeah, he's definitely the player I want. Uh, who deserves to be there? And he deserved his championship last year, and. Yeah, he plays very well. He does all the he does all the dirty work well, as well as be a good leader and facilitator. And it's exactly what you want out of your point guard. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have yeah. Um, I was gonna say where I have them, but that's that's a secret because I don't Brody's have them. Like, yet. Brody's like I have eight, them right? five. 
I have one. <laughs> Canadian, my birthday boy. Um, I have number eight. I have Trey Young. Uh, we okay. already talked about him. I don't really. Yeah, I have Trey Young over. Who did you? Yeah, I have Trey Young over Westbrook, which I mean. Oh, yeah, you had Westbrook. Yeah. I was like, who's the other guy you had? Right. Yeah, Westbrook. I, I just value, like, I know that Trey Young has his holes, but, like, he brings more positives to the table than Westbrook does. <laughs> Westbrook's five turnovers me. a game. Like, I don't, like, what does Westbrook, no, honestly, though, what does Westbrook bring? Um, Like, transition points toxic. in, like, regular season? Like, I don't know, man. But I have him at eight. Um, at seven, I have Kyle Lowry. Okay. Um, I have Kyle Lowry over Westbrook. I think that Westbrook is more skilled, but just like I can't put Westbrook over Kyle Lowry, especially I with his can't. career success. Kyle Lowry, exactly. Kyle Lowry is a better shooter. Kyle Lowry is such a good shooter, especially from deep. Like he is an underrated, like He's, limitless shooter. Yeah, he was hitting some nice shots uh, when I was watching. And I, 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 it kind of woke me up for. I don't know what I don't remember what series my I think Celtics maybe when he was he mm. was hitting some tough shots from from deep. He's always had that range though. Just yeah, people didn't really see it because you know. Um, defensively, I really like the intensity he brings, the leadership, the communication, and just the effort he brings. Yeah. I mean, even though it's kind of annoying for enemy teams that he just draws a lot of charges and flops. But I think that's really valuable to the team's success, and I think that last year he was very valuable to the championship team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and he was their best player in the playoffs. So. I thought you meant last year. Uh... <laughs> no, this year he was their I best mean, player. To be in the fair, playoffs. it wasn't very difficult to be the Raptors' best player in the playoffs. I mean, Fred VanVleet's pretty good though. But like, that's Pat true. Bush He's not their best the player, but he outplayed. No, yeah. You know, hundred percent. So yeah, um, who is your seven? Seven? Um, again. I was kind of thinking of bumping. This is where I, this is where I have Simmons, and okay, okay. I just I love, uh, I love Simmons, and uh, he's a, he's like he's that type of point guard that I want for my team. Of course, jump mm-hmm. shot hinders him, but at the same time, he's already so great without it. If he develops it, it's just like at this point, it's just a bonus. But like, I I think he can start to shoot jump shots if he's you know starts shooting jump shots because. I'm not saying he's going to do, like, yeah. no 40 35% from three, but that's not what you need from him. As long as he can start shooting, I don't care. Because um, he's already – Wait, is this six or is seven, this seven? Seven, seven, seven. Oh, okay. Ten, this is seven, okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, yeah. Um, okay. Yes, because he already brings the elite defense as well as mm-hmm. level playmaking. And I wouldn't say he's an amazing finisher. Like, he's a good finisher. He's good at attacking the basket. It can obviously get better, and that's one of the reasons why I don't think he's fully taken that leap into superstardom yet. The scoring, yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, I think Simmons is an amazing player to have on your team and to build around because I think it can work if you build around Simmons. As long as he can figure it out offensively, and it's it's not even totally about the jump shooting. That's true, yeah. Um, I have him at six. Okay. Uh, you made some good points. I mean, defensively, I just value defense so much. And, like, defensively, he's literally, like, the best defensive point guard. Like, his defensive numbers this year, like, if you look just, like, the base numbers, the in-depth numbers, just, like, amazing defensive season statistically from him. Oh, yeah, 100%. 
clamping so many all-stars getting so many deflections and steals like just amazing defense 100 percent. and the playmaking too like he's a he's an elite playmaker he's an elite defender which like you put those two things together and it's like you think he'd be a little bit higher like i have him at six i almost put him at five i'm just gonna say that that's, but... yeah, and that's 100 percent reasonable because everybody's like simmons can't shoot he's bad like that's not that's not the case no like people no the thing is like People have Westbrook over Simmons. Like, you, I know you have him over, but, you know, just for just for this sake. Like, lots of people, probably almost everyone, has Westbrook over Simmons. But, like, Simmons is a way more positive. Like, he's just a better version of Westbrook, is he not? Well, and there's like, also... I have Simmons on my team. Sorry. And, like, there's also all uh, the height as well. Like, it's also a big thing, which I honestly always forget. Like, Simmons just seems like such a – in my opinion, he seems like such a true point guard. I forget the fact that he's literally 6'10 and can play a pretty good interior defense as well. I mean, I kind of disagree. I think that he's more of a small forward. I know you do. Forward personally. I, didn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind I, the idea of point guard. Uh, sorry, uh, point forward. That's personally just, like, what I see. It would also provide more space on the court. That is what I see as a natural position. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you're the small forward, then there's small forwards that are perimeter-based, and then there's small forwards that are inside. Well, I like, feel I like, like it's the, a defensive position. I feel like so. most of the elite small forwards are more, like, you can do – they can do more all around. Like, with Jimmy, KD, Ron, all those players. They're That's more, true. like – I feel like they're more, like, point guards rather than big forwards. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, Simmons, I mean, like, the defense between Westbrook and Simmons is night and day. Yeah, 100%. And just playmaking-wise, I think that Ben Simmons is a better playmaker. Even though Westbrook gets a lot of assists, I think that just, like, passing-wise, decision-making-wise, I would just rather have Simmons. Oh, yeah. And obviously, like, it's not like Westbrook's a good shooter. Like, they're both, Simmons like, is a, one at Simmons, least Simmons is, <laughs> I don't know, at that point... Westbrook that point, at that point, I'd rather have him just not shoot the three. So, like, I don't know. Exactly. Bro, Westbrook, like, be, I don't know. Westbrook I... be hitting one three in a game in the clutch, and he's like, I'm the best. That's yeah, kind of what pisses like... me out the most. Oh, Westbrook, if I'm being honest, is his, like, how cocky he is, I guess. I know, yeah. But, yeah, I think that um, Ben Simmons is heavily slept on. I think he is vastly underrated and overhated. That is 100% true. Uh, who's your six? So my six is is Westbrook. And I was thinking about okay. – I was thinking of putting him uh, – putting Simmons over him. But I just decided to go with Westbrook because Simmons hasn't had the most success in the playoffs either. And I don't know. They're pretty equal. Um, I definitely think Simmons will most likely be better next season. Unless Westbrook goes goes yeah. on some stupid shit next year, but we all know that's not going to happen. Unless he goes to the Pistons and has an MVP. <laughs> I don't even think. Oh, I'm also. I'm also like I'm not a Westbrook hater either. Like people might think I am, but like I'm not a Westbrook Dude, hater. Not, I Westbrook also don't think that he should. Harden should have won MVP. Lots of people are like Westbrook's a top three point guard, and it's just like no, he's just top not. three. Just because his name and because he has an MVP and because he gets good stats. Literally. That's literally what overrated is. His stats are better than what he plays like. Westbrook is a stat pattern. Not Devin Booker. I also don't think he should have gotten his MVP. No, neither do I. 
still kind of mad about that. I, I got into a debate on Twitter, and this guy said I was stupid because I didn't think Westbrook should win. Should have oh, won but MVP. Westbrook should have got MVP because he averaged two more rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> literally, that's basically, just that's basically what it was. Like, it was literally just the narrative. It's, basi- it's basically two rebounds versus three seed versus six seed. Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, number you had your number six West. Oh yeah, another thing with Westbrook. Do you think that he's the main reason that KD left? Because I was also thinking about that too. I mean. Like, who has two championships and who doesn't have two championships? Katie. That's... I mean, because one of them went to the Warriors. I mean, one of them is also on the Rockets with James Harden. But, I um, mean, but another thing is, like, I think that Westbrook... This is my other case for having him so low. I think that he held KD back that's true. through their whole time in OKC. I think that Westbrook... Like, remember, like... Well, KD, KD's MVP season was amazing. Season. When Westbrook was out with injury, Katie's MVP season was, uh, was yeah amazing. We've seen what happened when Westbrook was exactly. out and Katie was just the man. Was like, and they, they still did good. Katie and Westbrook were not a good fit together. Katie needed a better team around him, and Westbrook was not the right point guard fit to play alongside their career. Even though they made a finals together, like I still don't think that. Like if it was, yeah, like I don't know. And I also just think like, Westbrook so doesn't like KD Warriors well one because they're an elite super team, but also at the same time, if it was like Westbrook went to the Warriors, that that wouldn't work at all because Westbrook just doesn't really fit in a lot of places because of how all he plays specific. You need to build around him. That's why he's not a floor, or that's why he's not a ceiling raiser. He's a floor raiser. Exactly. And, like, that's okay. Like, there are teams that can embrace that. Like, a team like the Pistons could go out and get them. A team like the Knicks, they're okay with that. But if you're trying I to think build the Knicks would definitely be a okay with team, that. like, if, if, you're, if you're the Pistons, like, and you can get them for, like, nothing, then sure, because you got nothing to lose unless you fully commit to the yeah. rebuild. But if you're a team that's, like, the Magic, like, in the middle, you might as well, like, get them just to be – if you're happy with being the constant eighth seed, then go do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, if you replace Westbrook with Curry on those super teams, do you still have I mean, um, that talent? Is, the talent yeah. gap. Like, part of the reason that. I mean, at the time, that was like, like Westbrook's MVP season, but at the same time, it's like obviously he wouldn't average 30, 10, and he 10. He wouldn't have had that type of season. And like, I don't think that like Westbrook personality wise on the Draymond. court would have meshed with KD and Draymond. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, Clay and Westbrook would obviously Clay like, and Westbrook be, like, is a match that made in heaven. But even with KD there, yeah. but I don't know. How good was Draymond that season? I don't know. Did he, ever, did he have did he uh, average the triple season? single? I don't know. I guess it's not every season. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I think that would be 2016 17, right? No, 17. Uh, 16 yeah. 17, yeah. That was the season, the first year of. Uh, he averaged goddamn uh, two steals. Um, so that was his England Defense Player of the Year. Uh, he averaged ten points, eight rebounds, seven assists. Draymond, bro, Draymond was considered elite and could, can barely average ten points. Like I know he is the elite, 
in terms of like his defense and stuff, but like statistically, it just looks so bad. I think fifteen sixteen was his prime because that's when he shot thirty nine percent from three and yeah. almost fifty percent from the field, and that was his. Well, that's yeah. a seventy three. That's also when well, he had right? that. That's when they, yeah, that's the season they went exactly. 73 and 9. And that's also, no. No, yeah, it was. It was, it was. Um, no. But he also had that, he also had that big game seven. How many did he have in game um, 35? Yeah, he was close. He had 35. Yeah. yeah. Like, prime Draymond, man. Don't sleep. But, I mean, Draymond this year was off. This Draymond, no. He's just waiting for Steph to come back, bro. Yeah, Warriors are going to – I don't know how we got so off topic. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back with our top five. All right. So, to recap, your number six was Westbrook and mine was Simmons, correct? Yes, man. All right. Now we're on to number five. Uh, Do you want to start with number five or me? I feel like this might be where it shakes up or it's completely similar. I was thinking it might get similar, but – Okay, we'll see. Uh, Who's your number five? Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie's my five, too. I almost swapped him and Simmons, but I, I couldn't do it to my boy. <laughs> I couldn't. I was so close. Um, it's just, my for me, I feel like Kyrie is that elite. It's just about, I, I think the Nets are going to do really good next year. I don't know. I just have that feeling that KD and Kyrie together are going to work, and they already seem to really like each other. <laughs> we heavily disagree on that. <laughs> I feel like they're going to do good next year because, like, I don't know if they want to go out. I don't know if they should go out. To, I think they should go after that third guy or at least, like, get pieces that fit Kyrie and KD better because I feel like that duo of Kyrie and KD is going to be really good, especially with their chemistry on and off the court. I feel like it's just – I feel like it's just going to work. I don't know. Here's my thing. I feel like a big three would cause more problems because, like, I feel like failed super teams is, like, a big thing because I feel like I'd rather have – a duo with a great supporting cast rather than a big three that fails, you know? Because we've mm-hmm. seen lots of super teams that have failed recently. Like, I would rather just get... And, like, a big part of basketball is managing ego. So if you bring another superstar ego with Kyrie and KD, like, I don't know how well that's going to work. And, like, sharing touches He's going to bring in one of Kyrie's friends. Then it won't be cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. Kyrie has friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm really low on the Nets next year just because Steve Nash is a first-time head coach. Kyrie's yeah, I'm, already... I'm kind of on Steve Nash. That's my only thing that I'm not too sure about. Kyrie's already giving him shit. And just, like, chemistry-wise and, like, injury-wise, like, I don't know how it'll work because Kyrie's injury-prone. KD's coming off a big injury. I think that's going to be the year after that where they kind of find out. But I feel like next year's just going to be a trial run. And that's fair, too. I could definitely see that. I feel like 2022 championship is more likely for them than 2021. That's just me. I feel yeah, like they need a year true. to get everything in rhythm. I would be okay with them uh, trading for other pieces that fit Kyrie and KD better. Just because, like, I don't really know how I feel about Karis there. Like, I feel like I'm okay with I'm okay with DeAndre there. But, like, the young guys well, you are need the people DeAndre that I don't there. really want. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but like I'm okay with DeAndre being like starting center because I feel like you don't need that floor spacing five for that type of team. Exactly, I feel uh, like DeAndre would be a starting center on their team, yeah, and do and he could just set, like he could do a lot of work with setting screens and stuff, which is why which is why I'd be also be okay with them going after a third 
another player who can run and who can ball handle in the pick and roll, but it's also like the same time. Do you need it? So yeah, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, or did you see the thing that um Dinwiddie said? Uh, is it dumb? Um, he said they wanted to have a Draymond type role, like he had for the Warriors on the Nets this year. So he basically compared his next season. He's gonna have with the Nets with Draymond. So he wants to stay with know. the team and be I that don't kind know. Of impact player. But like that's completely different scenarios. Like I don't, I don't know who Dinwiddie thinks he is, but he ain't no elite, de- elite defender like that. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna go into that role. But yeah, Kyrie, like we got a little bit off topic, but that's okay. Kyrie, like skill wise, I think that you can like skill wise. I think that you can debate him. Like he can be on that Lillard level, I think. Oh, a hundred percent. Skill wise, we've seen flashes yeah. of that, and like it's just the, the finals. Well, there's also been other moments. Yeah, Kyrie, just one. No, yeah, I know, yeah. but but like he's so good, and he could literally be like Kyrie and Lillard. Like that was a conversation. That was they were comparable because they were like neck and neck, and then Lillard heavily separated himself just because leadership wise, he is just superior. And Kyrie's been in and out of injuries for, like, the past, seems like, forever. Literally. Well, he's injury-prone. But, like, Lillard has been to the playoffs so many years in a row, and Kyrie doesn't seem like he's positive. He doesn't have a positive impact on the court, which is concerning. Like, he is, like, skill-wise, he's one of the most skilled players in the league. 100%. But there's just a bunch of other stuff that weighs it down. I mean, yeah, yeah, easily in my opinion, the, easily the best dribbler of all time. Easily, I think I he's think easily he's the best dribbler, dribbler of all time. Ball. Easily, I feel like I, he's like, I feel like he's like the most flashy dribbler. No, I feel so, like he's, I don't know. I feel like he's surpassed Iverson and Jamal Crawford. I could definitely be. Good. Yeah, I definitely think Kyrie is probably the best ball handler too. But I, I think, think it, I think it's close. I don't think it's that close. I think that you can have a debate, but I think it's easily Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Kyrie. I was gonna say something that I forgot. Yeah, also just like his clutch factor, his ball handling, his ability to score, his finishing. Like, oh my gosh, Kyrie, my favorite player ever. Exactly. Like, other than defensively, he has like no holes. I guess he's not. I guess he's never been the best playmaker, but yeah. I mean, yeah, he's never been, like, yeah, because he's kind of, like, selfish, but, I mean, he got the system. He dropped dropped 50 in his first game with the Nets. (laughs) I remember that, when he almost hit that game winner. Oh, yeah, he, like, like, slipped. That would have been so nasty, though. Didn't he also get a game winner against the Lakers this season? Or, no, he got a win over the Lakers, do you not? He was some he playing that moment. game? I know the Nets beat the Lakers, but I don't... Well, he, is he, some, he had some other crazy moments. Like, he only played 12 games with the team, but, like, he had some crazy moments in only that much time. But, yeah. I like, love Kyrie, bro. He just, he just stopped getting injured and stopped being so toxic, man. Skill-wise, and that's a lot of thing that, like... that can That's what can hurt players. Like, we see that Lillard is way better than Kyrie just because... Of those factors itself. So. I love Lillard because he's so humble. Like, sometimes he pisses me off. He's really humble. Lillard's one of my favorite players. Like, I, yeah, I really like Lillard. Uh, so Kyrie was your 5-2, right? Yeah. Uh, number four. My boy CP3. Okay, okay, you have CP3 there as well. Um, 
Yeah, honestly, like going into this season, I didn't have him this high. No, I don't think it, I don't think anybody did. Not that, yeah, but like again, like I heavily value impact players, and Chris Paul is probably one of the biggest impact players on this list. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't know if I'd say the the most, but yeah, hundred percent. Like it goes so much farther than the box score. Exactly. And this season, I think, really helped his legacy because lots of people be sleeping on Prime Chris Paul. Lots of people. Prime like, Chris Paul is a beast. Like he he almost deserved that MVP over Kobe. No cap. Facts. And even like he was even good with the Clippers. It's just that the team sucked, and that and there was their own issues, injuries, and playoffs. Yeah, and also like on the Rockets, like I don't know why. Like, I guess the Rockets tried to shake something up, but, like, that Chris Paul trade, like, even at the time, is, like, Chris Paul and Harden were such a better fit. I mean, the thing is, CP3 wasn't that good the season they traded him. Like, he was good the first season, but I feel like in terms of his ability to play, like, the ISO style that the Rockets wanted and stuff, he kind of slowed down and he wasn't as good in that, which is why they wanted to trade him, because he wasn't as good I guess that'll be just last season. But Chris Paul's a good... I mean, he was injured, I'm pretty sure. But Chris Paul's a good off-ball player, though. That's another thing that... That's true, too, yeah. I mean, he did have a career low-scoring year. I remember that. And just, like, efficiency-wise, just wasn't, like, CP level. But I know it's just because, like, I feel like the fit... The way they wanted to play it didn't really fit as, as much for him anymore. Yeah, but Chris Paul is that man. Defensively, in the clutch, playmate, like, just everything, really. Like, he is such a... Like, defensively, one of the top defensive point guards. Leadership-wise, one of the best leaders in the league. I mean, deadly mid-range game. One of the clutchest players this season. Yeah. One of the best passers in the league. Like, this man is just... I love Chris Paul. He is so good. And I'm glad that people are finally starting to see that more because he's been slept on a lot. And this season kind of took notice to how good Chris Paul is now and how good he's been in the past. Well, everyone thought the Thunder were going to do awful this season. Chris Paul said, no. Yeah, exactly. And, like, his value is so high right now because lots of teams want that. Like, if he can go play how he did on another team this season, like, then he's very valuable. And, like, I give major props to him because before the season, he was seen as a guy that you'd have to attach picks to get rid of his contract. Yeah. He just looked like extra... Like, how we view Westbrook now was basically how we view Chris Paul. But now, like, you can actually get young assets for him, and that's all due to the hard work he did this season. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, your number three... Dame Dalla. Okay, I have Lillard here, too. I almost put Luca here, but... I wanted to put Luca there because it's been... It's only been one season, but Luca just had such an amazing season. Yeah, like, honestly, I would put him there if it wasn't for that playoff series against the Clippers. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I said that this playoff series was going to determine... Like, because I had Dama ahead of him before... Just because, like, it was too early. But then I was like, his first playoff run, if he does great in his first playoff run, then I'll put him over Lillard. And well, he did. Like, it didn't go out. They arguably could have won. And that's against, like, you got Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly, three elite d- defenders. 
literally the worst matchup he could have gone against. And, and he they almost won that series. He, he hooped out. He did amazing. That game winner. Was that in the actual bubble or was that in the playoffs? It was in the playoffs. When he hit that show over Reggie Jackson, Paul yeah. George, that was in the playoffs. Yeah. It was Booker that oh, was Clippers, in uh... Clippers just had a bunch of shots getting hit on, on them all season. On, on the bubble. Yeah, well, they, I wonder why. Maybe it's because their team was ass. <laughs> and it is a, yeah, screw you, Clippers. Dame, Dame, I'm so happy that Dame has elevated his game. He's gained more attention. Because there was a long time where he was missing all-star games and putting up great numbers. Even though he was always making the playoffs. Always putting up great numbers, and he was just slept on. But now he is vastly viewed now he's as a that guy. Player. He's that guy. But he isn't. He had the best. I mean, it's just that his teams haven't been like. They haven't I been don't that good. really like the fit of him and CJ. I also don't really care too much for Nurkic on that team. That's true. But like Lillard is just so good, and just the team around him is just not like. Like, I don't know. Like, Dame this season, like. 10 three-point get a th- 10 three-point attempts per game shot 40% from 3. That is That's insane. Amazing. And you can and you can't forget that Dame's pulling from half court sometimes with like ease. And he's pulling from deep and he makes Logo it look so Lillard. easy, man. So clutch. He's probably is he the second oh. best range shooter other than 100%, 100% other than Steph, 100%. Also, mm-hmm. this is a random, but did you see uh you saw when Dwight hit that like that that uh three to end the game, right? Oh yeah, people. I saw. I looked at the comments. I was like, "Logo Dwight." I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> Logo Dwight doesn't like, even have a good ring to it." I know, I know. But yeah, um, Drew Holiday can be accounted for this man just going yeah, Drew, off. Drew Holiday turned Dame into a demon. Yeah, because after that playoff series and like when he clamped up. Lillard and Lillard's like, okay, I'm going to be one of the best point guards in the league now. Yeah, Lillard literally just said, fuck you guys after he got swept and he just turned into a friggin' demigod. Literally had another level. Um, I mean, I think we both have the same number two. We had the same top five. <laughs> yeah, we the, I, I kind of thought that was going to happen. So did that's I, why, yeah. That's why I'm glad that I had Westbrook lower and also because that's just what I think. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so Steph Curry, number two, um, he missed a... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Did you, did you know I was lying? Damn. I was like, that doesn't make sense. He said, I was going to put Luca here when we were talking about Dame. <laughs> oh, damn it. I tried to trick you into thinking I put Luca here, or Curry here. I did put Luca here. Okay. Um, Luca, it's so crazy that, like, he's the favorite to win MVP this year next year. He's he can be the youngest MVP, and I want him to be the youngest. Yeah, MVP. I want I want Luca to win it. Not gonna not going front because in your in his first two years, this is the best first two years we've seen from anyone ever. So it would oh, make 100%. sense for him to be the youngest MVP. And maybe if uh, Luca takes it, all those freaking D Rose dick riders will relax a little bit. Like, I love you, D Rose, but like. I'm just sick and tired of people calling him the youngest MVP and like overrating that season. Like <laughs> it was an amazing season, but it wasn't like people look at like an MVP season like it was an MVP season. But well, I don't even I think don't... his statistically he looked that good. No, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. It's and I still think people didn't. I still think a big reason he didn't get MVP is because they didn't want to give it to LeBron again, especially after he had just moved to Miami. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, again, the narrative, you know? 
that's a big part. But yeah, Luca, yeah, he's so Luka. amazing. Yeah, passing wise, play just scoring wise, like he is, he's special. Like everyone said that Giannis is up next, but I think that this season Luca showed that he is the one that's up next. Well, like he's looked better than Giannis in the playoffs, and what was what was their series? Six games, seven games, seven games. Which right? one, the Mavs? Yeah, the, the Mavs. Mavs were only six. Oh, Mavs was six. Anyways, he's looked better in those six games than Giannis has looked most of the playoffs. So, like... Yeah, and, like, Luca's this young and he's this good already. All-NBA first team, all-star starter. he's still improved, like, a lot. Like, he was not very efficient from three this year. No, yeah, exactly. It's not like he is... It's not like he's perfect. Any... Also needs to, yeah, like, he still has room to improve, which is crazy to think about. He is just so fundamentally just perfect. It's insane to think that this is only his second season. Yeah. Like, if you have told me that he would have been this good, like, I knew he was special, but, like, the way he played this year. Yeah, now I did not it's kind of sad that the Suns didn't take him first overall. I mean, looking back, yeah. I mean, teams were just being... Ignorant because he was doing this in Europe. He literally says that he wasn't wrong that he said the NBA is is easier than the than Europe. Did you? Yeah, see that? That, other people that? were other people were just like maybe Europe basketball is just a lot easier, and then like nope, Luca came. No, we're not gonna drop because he's from came, Europe and it's came easier. here and said the NBA is easy. It literally, <laughs> That's literally he's probably the face of the whole NBA, bro. <laughs> He's a little... Bro. guard me. Literally. Um, and then Mavericks better not lose this man. I know. No. I mean I I don't I definitely don't think uh that's on I don't their think agenda. They I mean they're trying to get Giannis, but like honestly, I don't want they don't them need to it. get Giannis. I don't, no, they don't it need it would hurt Luca's legacy. <laughs> Throwback to kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, like literally like I think it should honestly just keep surrounding them, Luca, with how they did this season. Like this Mavs team, you could honestly run it back, and I'd say run it back, and I'd be completely okay with that. I love, I love this team offensively. Like it'd be nice if they could have a couple. No, defensively is definitely the thing that yeah. Like a Rocco would be a really good fit, but obviously I don't see Rocco getting there. But no, they they just need like some players like that. They could be elite. They just need a two-way player that can create their own shot to give pressure off of Luka, and that can also play off the ball. Yeah, I don't know who yes. that is, but I mean, if they could get that, Bradley Beal, then that's set. Um, I mean, I kind of want someone better defensively. I was thinking more like a, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Imagine, imagine Chris Paul and Luka. Spider. What the hell? No, <laughs> Spider. <laughs> I don't like Spider off the ball. Yeah, neither. Spider off ball is not. Yeah. Um, they know how to build a team around Luca, which is very yeah. Good. I think they'll be good. And like as long as the Mavs keep getting more white players, they'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can dominate the like he can dominate the league for the next fifteen years without Giannis. So like, I just think that hurts his legacy more if it than it makes it seem like. Well, yeah, it would also hurt Giannis. He doesn't. They don't need each other. Yeah, it would hurt both of their legacies. I would rather them match up against each other and try to fight for, like, that's just soft if Giannis goes to the Mavs. Um, number one, Curry. Curry? Just kidding. Look at Curry, man. Even though I had Tyus Jones. <laughs> I think it's Chris Dunn. 
Yeah, obviously. The defensive impact, just like I was saying earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really high on Curry. I don't know how he's going to be next season, which is why this list could very well change, because we know how things change in one year of the NBA. Oh, yeah, 100%. But as of right now, Curry's the best point guard in the league. Second best point guard all time. Just the gravity and impact he has on the court is just phenomenal. Yeah, 100%. Well, and He's changed the game. Yeah. And he's literally one of the most influential players of the uh, the 2010s. Probably all time. Probably one of the most. One of the, exactly. Yeah. He's literally so. changed the way the game is played. And he's done that, and he's just taken the league by storm for so many years. And I hope I, I, hope I could see him continue to do that. But at the same time, I feel like, I, I feel like we're either going to see MVP Curry or, like, very watered down curry still good but like he's gonna conserve himself yeah i mean from what we've seen this season because he played this season but like i don't really look good when he played. yeah i don't i don't really remember it and, and the thing is he also had d-low and i feel like i, I, I... oh curry shot 25 percent from three like in his limited time like he was just not it. i mean how many games did he play he only played five. He only played what? He only wait. He only played what? Five. Wow. I thought he played at least. <laughs> Bro, Curry and Kyrie barely played this season. You wouldn't even know. They played a total of seventeen games. <laughs> Legends. No, but yeah, I think that Curry like. I think that he's gonna average like twenty four, twenty five, like that range. I don't think he's gonna be like. 27 28 like i just think that he's gonna i also think he's gonna rest more well that's fine too yeah because you also have clay coming back who will still do his thing wiggins has always been i don't like wiggins has always been like he put up like what was it 22 last year i don't think he's obviously gonna do that with steph and oh he puts up the stats it's just that like his impact as well it's like the the West exactly. Effect. So, like, maybe like they put the stats. It's just that the impact is not. And now that he has Steph in play, like, I feel like he can just be more of that role player ish. Because, like, I feel like he can be like a semi starter on a championship team. But yeah, just needs to. A big part of the NBA is just like adjusting yourself. Oh yeah. Like we see, like you need to accept that. Okay, this is my role on the team. <laughs> And then that's when we start to see issues is when players don't Some accept their roles. We've seen that know. with the Celtics. We've seen that with the Celtics that one year with Kyrie and Marcus Morris and all those. Like, that was a stack. That team, that team looked Talent. so stacked. They did. Like, everyone thought they, they were the first seed and going to win. I, people predicted them to win, like, 65-plus games. Like, the majority of people. Like, that team was Yeah, insane. yeah. But yeah, do you think that um, next season, by this time next year, that Luke can pass Curry? By this time next season, I mean, depends. I it think depends he will. On I'm expecting Luke yeah. to go up and and stuff to go down. So it depends on the season Luca has. Yeah. So that was all for this podcast. So yeah, basically. From my 10 to 1, I have Kemba, Westbrook, oh. Trey Young, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, CP3, Lillard, Luka, Curry. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, Yeah, that's all. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Probably with shooting guards will be in the next Hell, yeah. Hello. Yeah. So, take care.